0: This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Guitarist Moncin Carpio was already planning to stake a larger claim on the online frontier when the pandemic came and closed down all in-person performing venues. You may recall that from one of our first lockdown programs. Already well-equipped for the transition that followed, Carpi has since produced a consistent stream of delightful performance recordings. Another guitarist, Adric Cristobal, found himself a continent away from home. He also later became an online presence, focusing on concert-length performances for a smaller audience. These two artists, both significant online performers, albeit taking different directions, come together to the real stage for a night of Spanish music. Serenata Española happens at the Yuchenko Museum on July 20. Looking forward to that, Carpio and Cristobal joined us in an online interview to talk about the event, their collaboration, and the tide of future in-person concerts, of which Serenata Española is but the first. Before we head into our conversation, here is Monching Carpio in Francisco Tarrega's Capriccio Arabi.
1: I've been doing a lot of online stuff, online performances, and then uh, I'm trying to build up my online presence on different platforms so I could get my music to more people. I have been uh, managing this online shop for four or five years and then we shifted to purely online uh, since the pandemic began. And it's it's a thriving business, I guess. It's specifically catered to classical guitars here in the Philippines. And we provide a lot of brands of classical guitar strings so that students and enthusiasts alike can avail. Of course,
0: apart from your online uh, presence, which is pretty significant, you have also been slowly going back into in-person performances.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of refreshing because you've been locked locked down for like two years now. I'm really happy to be able to perform again with my colleagues in NGCA. We performed at the Met. It was a recorded performance, and it was a really nice feeling to be back on stage after a long time.
0: Yeah, we go to you, Adric? The last time we had you was for NAMSIA 2020. We interviewed you early in 2021. What have you been doing the past year or so? Well, early 2020,
2: a pandemic happened, so I just finished my master's. But by July 2020, we decided to go online. I wasn't very active on Instagram and posting small videos. I was more concerned about full-length concerts. So I started producing online performances at a ticketed price. So I was uh, also focused on the money-making side while on the performance side because it was a whole production. So we would record, we would edit, and we would stream it on a private group. So we were trying to build an audience. Let's say a more specific audience, not so much a general audience, since we know classical music is a little bit on the smaller scale in the Philippines. And it was very effective, but we had to be creative with the themes of the concerts and the guest artists. So I was consistently changing partners for concerts. So we had a pianist, we had singers, we had a violinist for Christmas. We even tried working with a dancer, a cellist, and of course different themes throughout 2020 to 2021, which was quite successful. 2022, things are opening up, and munching and I did do one video together online. He was going through his Spanish repertoire, and I always had Spanish repertoire because of my studies in Spain. So he asked me about doing something together, and I was very much open about it. We had a venue that he had contacts with, and we've been friends for more than 12 years already. He's known me since I was a teenager. We were yeah, in UP 49ers. guitar orchestra together. So it made sense for us to come together
0: to work on something. You also went into a non-musical venture while you were in Netherlands. Will yes, you tell us a little bit about that? I was in a city called Maastricht. It's a beautiful
2: city, very small, but it's incredibly boring. And uh, it's an 85% foreign student town. So you can say a lot of the youth don't stay. They go there, study, go back to where they came from. So I was a bit bored and I was living alone for the first time because in Spain I was sharing with my classmates. So uh, I started experimenting with a fried chicken recipe. Some friends liked it and I went into a bit of a not so happy stage of my life. Then I said, you know, why not let's sell this to get my mind off of things. And uh, it was doing pretty well, right until the pandemic started <laughs> because that 85% foreign student population all went home. <laughs> so I lost my, my market a bit, but I still had a few clients throughout the two years I was there and uh, hopefully I can, uh, Make it another sideline of mine in the Philippines, uh, this uh, fried chicken recipe, which Monching actually, he's coming over tonight. (laughs) We're going to be having it for dinner, actually, because we have a rehearsal. So he's part of the taste testing club to keep consistency.
1: Well, I was trying to build up a Spanish repertoire for touring because I've been planning on taking a tour once everything opens up. And then I contacted Adric, If we could collaborate on a live event, since we have a venue, we have have a contact with the venue at the Uchenko Museum. And I also decided that I have to make a Spanish program because it's more easy to market. Because Filipinos, in general, they have at least an idea what a Spanish guitar is. So instead of putting other genre of music, if you just market it as Spanish guitar, people will get it easily. So they'll be more interested
0: Uh, Before we get to the music itself, Adric also mentioned that he gave us a little taster, as it were, of why you chose to collaborate with him. So tell us about that decision. What happened on your end?
1: I've known him since he was a teenager. And I'm also trying to build him up or make his uh, presence more felt in the street. Because I think he's one of the next generation of classical guitarists. And I'm getting old, so I need to look after these kids. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So I just want to help out the next generation of guitarists to make a name for themselves. So that's why I tapped him. And I think he's really hardworking and he's very talented.
2: No, but I also appreciate that because I was supposed to be back by 2020, but when COVID happened, my parents told me, if you're not locked up in Europe, because we could walk around, we had no social life, but we weren't being asked to stay at home. So my parents said, stay there until things open up because you're going to go crazy in Manila. So I appreciate also Munching helping me establish myself because I really had no uh, steady place. I was neither here or there at that point. So it's nice that he's helping me establish in this market in the Philippines. And also, I think a uh, classical guitar, as we know, is a niche market. So Spanish guitar is actually a, a good way to market the niche, because although the French have their guitar world, the Germans, the Austrians, the Italians, Spanish is a bit more close to the niche market, actually. It's a bit closer to the idea of how Filipinos see it. I took a look at Moncheng's repertoire, and he had most of the, uh, what we'd say, the greatest hits of the Spanish guitar, like by Albenis, Granados. So we went into duo repertoire first. So we tried to put a variety by putting a bit more pieces by Granados, but Granados has a lot of uh, different styles. So we decided to bring up one of his well-known pieces, the Intermezzo, which is quite on the mysterious side. So it establishes the mood at the start of the concert. So it's not an aggressive start, but it somewhat sets the tone for what the concert will be because there's fast Spanish dances and there are romantic lines in the piece that are very slow, which is what we're going to be doing. And of course, I had to look at what I had in my repertoire. I will have some tariga as well, but my main piece will be uh, a bit more modern by Joaquin Turina, the Civiliana. And in order to get to that piece, since it's a bit on the heavier side, I felt it complements Möncheng's repertoire, which is on the more popular side so it can introduce the audience to something more experimental but too much of experimental will also be heavy on the audience right so we want to balance it out and of course I also put some Filipino serenades like San Roron and Usahay because I feel that the audience needs some sort of a a breather in between the classical Spanish and something also familiar to see that there are a lot of correlations between Spanish and Filipino harmonies, basically.
1: Yeah, we prepared four pieces of duos. So we explored also the works from non-Spanish composers, but uh, heavily influenced by Spanish music. On my side, I prepared, uh, like Adrik said, the greatest hits of the classical guitar to relate more to the audience because they're more familiar with the pieces. For example, I've included Asturias, I'll also be playing works by Tarega and then Granados and Malats. We just try to make the program start calmly and then end with a big bang, something like that, because we'll be ending with Boccherini's Fandango. We want to leave the audience with something to think about after the concert. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: also to just add, Boccherini and Scarlatti, the two Italians, we're actually court composers for the Spanish king at some point. That's why most of their music is accepted as Spanish. Even their lifetime, they were more Spanish than Italian because
0: of their careers. Perhaps the heart of your concert is the set of guitar duos that you will be performing. Tell us about this repertoire.
1: Some of the pieces are transcriptions. A few of them are really written for the guitar. And then also the duo pieces are all transcriptions. Because I think during that time, writing for guitar duos are not that common.
2: Yeah, most of them were transcriptions, but there are many pieces for duo guitar, but more on the modern side already. With these pieces, Monching and I try to exhibit individual sounds that could blend together because some players believe that a duo guitar should be sounding like the same instrument playing together but uh, i don't necessarily believe that so we try to complement each other with our different styles of sound different styles of phrasing so we try to bring that together for a more entertaining duo rather than a very rigid sounding duo that uh let's just say can be too classical or too formal in a way so we
0: try to be more complimentary than uh, imitating each other basically. Monching did mention that he is going on a concert tour in Thailand, is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. A week after the concert, I'll be flying to Bangkok. I'll be playing in a festival, Asia International Guitar Festival. And then I'll be doing a lot of stuff after the festival, in Thailand also, because I have booked other concerts and then master classes and then recordings. And then after that, I'm also planning to go to other Asian countries. Most of the concerts were planned before the pandemic. And then everything was put on hold, and now I'm trying to make up for lost time.
0: What about you, Adric? What have we to look forward to on your end? I need
2: to work more a bit on my local presence. Like uh, In October, I'll be performing at a Spanish embassy event, though that hasn't been announced. Of course, I'm trying to see how I can fit in the local market. I have a faculty position in St. Paul, Manila, but I don't know when that will start yet due to decreased (laughs) enrollies that the pandemic brought. But a lot of online, of course, presence, but also a lot of uh, different collaborations like the Yuchenka Museum might be interested in more events there. So Monching and I will be conceptualizing what the next collaborations would be with who, what theme. And of course, I expect to try to bring my fried chicken to a more commercial level in a couple of months, hopefully.
0: Adric Cristobal brought to us Antonio Lauro's Registro and Francisco Tarrega's Recuerdos de la Alhambra. At the start of the program, we heard guitarist Monching Carpio in Francisco Tarrega's Capricho Arabe. Carpio and Cristobal performed together in Serenata Española, an in-person concert of Spanish guitar music at the Yuchenko Museum. Mounted in partnership with guitar friends, the event happens 6 p.m. on July 20, Wednesday. For more information, visit facebook.com slash inc. Find more performances of Moncin Carpio and Adric Cristobal on YouTube. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday 12 noon, the following Monday 12 midnight, and lastly the following Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and
3: Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.